You are Locked On Hawks, your daily Atlanta Hawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 818 of the Locked On Hawks podcast. I am your host, Brad Rowland. It is Tuesday evening into Wednesday morning, and candidly, I was not going to do an episode tonight. I do have more planned for later in the week, but because of that and uh, just the logistics and all that stuff, I was working some games tonight, etc. I was going to hold off and do it a, a show later in the week, but there was a little bit of a flurry of news, three different things that I wanted to hit on on the podcast, so no broad takeaway from today, just the fact that there is these three news items that I want to touch on and a little extra podcast for your listening in the middle of the week here. So first things first, Sham Sarania of the Athletic reported earlier in on Tuesday that the NBA and the NBPA have agreed to push back the key dates such as the draft and free agency and the start of next season. Um, that was the original reporting from Shams, and the new dates will be retur- will be determined later. Um, moments after that, he added that the draft is quote still scheduled in October end quote but expected to be pushed back. And from there, the Player Association, in a memo sent to agents tonight, said that all other dates related to the 2020-21 season are are likewise postponed to dates that will be agreed on later by the NBA and the NBPA, end quote. So this is not a surprise. It's not necessarily formal and that it wasn't announced publicly, but there was was obviously a memo here. Shams is not going off of nothing. We've all been assuming for quite some time. I've referenced it quite a few times on the podcast in the last few weeks that the draft is going to be moving back. Same with free agency. It comes down to a number of different things. If you've heard me say this before, then my apologies. But um, basically, the financial uncertainty is just too big to have the draft where it was supposed to be scheduled. They, of course, moved it already back from where it was supposed to be to after to pretty much right after the NBA Finals. And that could still happen if the cap environment was the same as usual. But because there is so much uncertainty about what the cap's going to be for next year, NBA teams do not want to have the NBA draft without the ability to trade players. Um, it's probably the biggest... I would say the second biggest, or maybe even the biggest trade day of the entire year, along with the trade deadline um, in February, usually. And without that, you, uh, I, yes, you, you could trade draft picks. But most trades are involving somebody else or a future consideration, something like something like that. And teams don't want to have to make trades without knowing the cap. And I know you could sort of guess, but normally the salary cap is tied to a, percent, a percentage of BRI, basketball related income. This time around, there is at least some buzz that it isn't going to be that way. Because if they do that, the cap will drop too much and that no one wants no one wants that to happen. So they're trying to smooth it out in some way. There'll be a negotiation of some sort, uh, presumably in the next couple of weeks, maybe even after the finals. Uh, regardless of when that happens, I'm not an expert on that. But um, they're not going to have the draft until after that happens and they know what the cap is at least going to somewhat be at this point in time. So we could be looking at November, could be looking at December. I don't really know. About the, t- about the timeline, that's all guessing at this point in time. What we do know, basically, though, is that October 16th is the scheduled date right now for the draft. No one, and I mean no one, believes that's going to happen, and there was further confirmation of that today. Beyond that, same thing with free agency. Obviously, free agency is even more cut and dry that you couldn't do that without the cap. Um, so we'll see how that all goes. But the draft is the first thing on the agenda for the offseason, quote-unquote. And uh, while it may not seem like you couldn't do the draft without the cap, I promise you that NBA teams do not want to do the draft without knowing what's going on with the salary cap. And uh, there's some more negotiations that will be happening in the coming days with regard to that. Okay, before we get to the rest of the podcast, two more topics to hit on real quickly. A word from our sponsors on today's show. 
You want Chinese food, they want pizza, and somebody else in the group is craving dessert. But fortunately, there's something for everybody on DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now right to your door. And ordering is so easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with a new contactless delivery drop-off setting as DoorDash aims to keep our communities safe. DoorDash has over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Canada, Australia, and Puerto Rico. You can support your local go-to restaurants or choose from your favorite national brands. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when downloading the DoorDash app and enter the promo code LOCKEDONNBA. That is $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when downloading the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the promo code LOCKEDONNBA. Don't forget, that's LOCKEDONNBA for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Today's podcast is also sponsored by the good folks at Built Bar, and Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and the new and improved Built Bar is even more delicious. I've told you in the past how much I really love the original Built Bar flavors, but there are 18 amazing flavors to choose from now, including six new selections, like my personal favorite, Cookies and Cream, to go along with Caramel Brownie and Lemon Almond Cheesecake. Each bar is covered in 100% chocolate, and importantly, they're all safe soft and easy to chew and from there it is crucial to note that built bars are fantastic for those of us trying to be health conscious you can maintain or even lose weight while still enjoying a delicious treat bars are low calorie low sugar high protein and high fiber and built bar is even great for people on the keto diet go to builtbar.com right now use the promo code locked on when you do that you'll get ten dollars off on your next order with built bar one more time that is builtbar.com promo code locked on for ten dollars off your next order check it out at builtbar.com All right, and we will dig in now on the other two things that I want to talk about today. The first one is that Billy Donovan is out as the head coach of the Oklahoma City Thunder, and uh, he and the Thunder mutually agreed to part ways in an announcement on Tuesday evening after that that news was actually broke by Woj in the middle of the game, middle of the early game on Tuesday night after five seasons. If you're wondering why I'm talking about this, it's it's because there is an impact on the Hawks. Um, This has come up in the past. I know I've talked about this on, on the show, so forgive me, but... The Hawks have a lottery-protected first-round pick from Oklahoma City in 2022 as part of the Dennis Schroeder trade. Um, that pick becomes two second-rounders if the Thunder do not make the playoffs in 21-22. So not this coming season, but the following season, two years from now, is the season that really matters for the Hawks in that way. I wrote a whole piece about this that went up on Peachtree Hoops earlier tonight on Tuesday. But the reality is that a full-blown rebuild for the Thunder is not a great outcome for the Hawks. And that might be happening, according to what Woj was saying, and just reading the tea leaves a little bit here. Woj reported the following, and I quote, The reality of Oklahoma City's eventual transition towards a rebuild made it, made it a challenge for the two sides to find a way to continue forward together, end quote. So basically, my reading of that is that Donovan did not want to rebuild, at least in full. There was, if you might remember this from earlier this season, it makes sense for the Thunder to blow it up to some, to some extent. It's easy to forget this, but... Um, they were supposed to blow it up this year. Uh, Oklahoma City was just too good. They ended up winning way too many games. Not not in a bad way, but Chris Paul was incredible. Gallinari played well, etc. And uh, they just ended up being really good and couldn't sell it off. But the projection was always that they were going to have to tear down at some point in time. Granted, they do have this stockpile of picks as a result of the Paul George trade. So they don't have to do this full bone rebuild. But this is definitely a, a, a sign that Oklahoma City could be willing to tear it down. I.e. trading Chris Paul, letting Gallinari walk, maybe moving Stephen Adams, etc. So, with regard to the Hawks, obviously this is what the Hawks podcast we're talking about here, but it's two years away. The Thunder do have some fun young pieces with, like, Gildas Alexander and uh, Darius Baisley, Lou Dort, etc. But the West is really tough, and uh, if you're asking me to project right now if the Thunder are in the playoffs two years from now, I'd probably tell you no. It's not a uh, definite by any means. They do have some talent, and they have draft picks, etc., 
the press is good at his job, but you know, we'll see if that pick happens. I will say this, that's probably more of a sweetener for the Hawks in a trade situation right now than anything else. Maybe they could make that pick later on, but there's a pretty good possibility that becomes two second round picks in the future. That is an interesting asset though. It's the only future first round pick that the Hawks have that's not their own pick. So keep an eye on that for more details on that pick. I did write that piece, so go go check it out at pshoops.com for all kinds of uh, looks at that at that um, fallout. But Donovan being out is certainly a signal, at least in my view and the view of people that I've talked to tonight, that the Thunder could be selling off in the near future. And uh, it wouldn't be just to keep that pick because that pick isn't that important to them. But at the end of the day, if they're still rebuilding two years from now, they will not make the, the West is really hard to make the playoffs. You, you gotta, you got you kind of have to be trying to make the playoffs in the West to make it for the most part. And if they're not trying to do that, then that pick could be rolling in two seconds, which are obviously obviously less valuable. They're still interesting picks in some respects, but that's not great for the Hawks in the grand scheme. We'll obviously keep an eye on that much more two years from now. But as we get into free agency and stuff, trades, if they sell Chris Paul for nothing or something like that, that could be uh, something that we'll talk about again on the podcast in the future. But that seems to be a signal according to everything that's going on that it's rebuild time in Oklahoma City. And the last thing on the podcast today is that Marvin Williams uh, announced his retirement um, kind of out of nowhere. Um, maybe not out of nowhere, actually. He was he, he apparently told Rick Bennell of the Charlotte Observer that he was considering retiring back in January. I missed that, candidly. Um, and then Rick talked about that actually before the game tonight. But Marvin, of course, longtime Hawk, um, 15 years in the league for Marvin, former number two overall pick. He's been a punchline in a lot of ways in Atlanta for a long time, which is definitely unfair to him. I've said this before on the podcast. But Marvin, you know, 15 years in the NBA, he made – over 800 NBA starts. This is not a guy who was a punching bag kind of player. He was a really good basketball player for quite some time. Obviously, the uh, the lasting memory for many Hawks fans, I know this to be true, is the fact that he was drafted ahead of Chris Paul and Darren Williams in that 2005 draft. But with all that said, he played seven years in Atlanta. He was an effective rotation piece, starter, st- starting forward for them that whole time. And he kept going beyond that. 15 years is uh, pretty crazy for anybody. And by the way, when he retires today he uh, was 10th in a- among active players in games played so Marvin was in the league for a very very long time at a pretty high level really a heck of a career for him all things considered I understand that you know he wasn't a superstar but if you look at this uh, in the past on Zach Harper did a study about this the number two overall pick Marvin is about a league average number two overall pick in history it wasn't like he is a bust uh, in fact I recoil whenever I hear anyone refer to him as a bust that's just not the case is he Chris Paul? Absolutely not. But Chris Paul's the Hall of Famer. I understand that. It was a bad pick in that respect. But Marvin was a heck of a player for a long time. And shouts to him. By the way, a guy who everyone loves that I've ever talked to. Marvin's got a great reputation in the league. He was on the team before I was really covering the Hawks. So I didn't have the chance to really talk to him all that much in terms of just all this uh, one-on-one. But even when he came back as a opposing player in the last few years when I was covering the team more in depth, um, everyone loves Marvin. And that's something I w- wanted to pass along to everybody. So there you go. He's uh, He might be sticking around the NBA in some respects. He has apparently said some things on the record about trying to just stay in basketball circles. But Marvin Williams, retiring, hanging out 15 years. And I know it's not, he's not, on, the Hawks, not on the Hawks anymore, but certainly a, a longtime Hawk and someone that I sort of grew up on as a Hawks fan. I was a, an adult when he was around. But in terms of uh, my maturation into doing what I do now, etc., Marvin was on those formative teams that I was watching as I was kind of learning the NBA in the way that I do now in my uh, early 20s, etc. So, yeah, enjoy that stint. I've always loved Marvin, and uh, people know this about me on Twitter. I was uh, tweeting love about Marvin tonight, but there you go on that. 
that'll be it for today's podcast. I know it's a very, a very, very short one, but again, I was not planning to do a, do a podcast. Hopefully you guys don't mind these emergency, these pseudo emergency sort of pop-ins from me. We're still in the off season. I'm trying to give you guys three, four, five shows a week. That's a lot of content, especially when now the realization of the draft moving back even further, if we're still uh, in off season mode until, you know, November or December, it's a long time. The Hawks haven't played a game since, since mid-March, so be patient with me. Again, keep the mailbag questions coming. Hopefully if you missed it um, earlier in the week, we had a mailbag podcast yesterday. Also, previous to that, it was Robbie Callen and I talking about the Eastern Conference playoffs. We'll have some more playoff talk on the podcast in the future. But uh, thanks for all the mailbag questions. Thanks for listening to the podcast all of this time. Please check out our sponsors on today's show. Tell a friend about the podcast, and we'll see you later on in the week.